Inland Blues Studios. This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Steve Hale, Chris Thayer, and Ron Miltz. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. We're here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Miltz, and we're here to talk about the things that we want to talk about. So uh, we got a special guest host with us this week, uh, Mr. Nick Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Smith. Say hi, Nick. What up? All right. So Nick's, uh, Nick's here to visit with us today. Uh, Nick, I understand you're a prop creator, a costume creator as well. Is that true? It is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Nick's going to get into some stuff with us here a little later on, but uh, we want to jump right into today's episode because uh, we got to talk about Kamikaze. Kamikaze just happened here locally. Um, Chris Thayer ended up going. Steve, uh, Steve had to bail out because, you know, I think he had another part of his uh, anatomy removed over the week and uh, I had a gig. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, and I know Nick was there and Nick was on a few panels, so we'll get to that soon. But uh, Chris, why don't you go ahead and open up, talk to us about Kamikaze. Um, I, honestly, I was uh, pleasantly surprised at the size of it. You know, I, I brought another kid to, to another convention now, so this was Darian's first convention. So I'm always a little hesitant and a little wary when I first go to something I've never been to, and I'm trying to impress the kid and get the kid hooked on it. Um, and it really backfired in uh, April when I went to the one in Long Beach, the expo. Um, Lauren will like never go to another no, no, convention no, again. <laughs> luckily, she she like geeked out on just the, the even the meager amounts of nerddom there. But but uh, Darian was like in heaven. So it was I would say it was probably about the same size as um, the the Long Beach Con that just happened um, about a couple months ago. Really? Because uh, it's a little bit bigger. It's about a little bit bigger. It's about. It's on par with WonderCon, I would say. Oh, okay. You think it was that big? It's Mm -hmm. moved up from the garage. It is the third most attended convention in in California. See, I didn't feel like it was as big as WonderCon, but maybe I have, like, these visions of it being this huge thing. Maybe San Diego has screwed up my perspective on on WonderCon. (laughs) Um, Okay, now, just uh, for our listeners at home that don't know, where was Kamikaze held? Kamikaze was at the L.A. Convention Center, um, right by the Staples Center which had a basketball game going on, and I still found parking no problem. There's a lot of parking down in that yeah, area. Yeah, so. I was surprised. I've, I've really never been... I think I may have been to a concert down there, but um, it was not bad. It was, it was kind of a cool scene, and I, I was pleasantly surprised. Anything um, you came across that like just wowed you? or? Um, yes, actually, and I, I haven't shown any of these photos to you guys, um, but there was a company called Deceased Art Dolls, Okay. Um, I'm going to put them up on the screen for you, and we'll put them up on the website. But let me, let me show you what these things look like. And I thought of Steve immediately. I'm like, he has to own some of these. <laughs> he, he just might. You never know, especially with the uh, a variety okay. of shit uh, that so he's come across. Here's, for, yeah. here's Darian with um, one of the, the staffs. They have what they did. They take these porcelain dolls, and then they deadify them. They're creepy as hell. They're really, really, like, you're one of those people that's terrified of porcelain dolls. I've which never are, heard of that. Really? That's a thing? Oh, like dude. Like a legitimate thing? Really? No, that's serious. I've never, who, why would you be afraid of a porcelain doll? Because they're freaking well, creepy. Like yeah, see what I'm saying? They take, they search all over eBay and all over, like, thrift stores and stuff, and they find these old porcelain dolls. They buy them up, they paint them up, and uh, dye the clothing and the hair, and, you know, some of them get zombified. They're so badass. I was really impressed with, with the ingenuity of coming up with something new out of these creepy ass, you know. That is not something things. that I See, would see. See, when keep I go to a house. con, like, that's the type of stuff, well, that I'm looking for because I like creepy shit like that. But it's, it's more than just your, your flea market typical vendor where he's got crap that he's picked up from Toys R Us. And right. now the things that me and Steve always say when we're walking around, because we can walk around the same fucking aisles. 
five times in a row. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you can only see the same Batman black and white bust mm-hmm. over the same fifty cent comic bin so many times. Well, that's that's kind of my issue that I we've been talking about with Comic Con, where I feel like all the vendors tend to have like especially the toy vendors and shit like that yeah. I don't even need to go down those aisles anymore because yeah. I know what's in those yeah, aisles yeah those little boxes of vinyl bobblehead looking things and uh, so something like this that's unique and we'll, we'll definitely yeah. post the pictures of this online um, they are creepy as fuck looking um, <laughs> they're really really scary like looking. I, I kind of get the fear of them although I, it's just not something I'd want in my house no, I would, I would, my decor. Yeah, I would get them for my daughter for, would, for uh, her birthday yeah. would that go into Halloween Town over there very well or um yeah I mean there's lots of variety stores that <laughs> I think carry that for, for sure. me the attraction is I want to buy them and wrap them and give them away like in the mail to people who I know are terrified of dolls because I can just see them opening these things and like shit in their pants with these things coming out of the box. I just like to buy anthrax CDs and then just send that in the mail. That, and then you like call some and be like, I mailed you some anthrax. Yeah. Is that what it is? All right. I like that. That's good. Uh, now, tag teaming on these things, um, I kind of have a gripe with Kamikaze. I went expecting that um, I would see some indie comics. And... It was all the same shit. There was maybe three or four like legit indie comics that I would look at and go, oh, okay, that's interesting. I wandered every single aisle twice. And all you saw was Marvel and DC, maybe some Image, but there were hardly any indie comics tables. Like did you nobody go to, was signed up. Did you go things. to the men's restroom and see Kevin and uh, Mad vs. Yeah, Rock? Yeah, they were in the stall. And oh, nice, it was, nice. It was cool. They were waiting for the uh, zombie. <laughs> Actually, I did see a guy who was hulkifying himself in the in the bathroom, and he had to be like 350 in there, like <laughs> practically naked, hulkifying himself green. Oh, okay. Um, if you really want a lot of indie comics, man, you got to go to Ape up in uh, yeah, Frisco. Yeah, no, but even every yeah. single, even the, the Long Beach Expo, Vegas Con, you had tons of indie comics guys. And what I didn't get is that this is right in the backyard of all those artists from LA that travel to all these different cons all over the country. And they didn't even go to the one in their own backyard. Well, I just didn't get it. Do you think it was cost prohibitive? I think it wasn't that, that expensive might... to get a table there. No, it's not. It's only really? like a couple hundred bucks. And here's no. the thing that they kind the of bothered me. I know me. the, the uh, artist gallery was sold out. Most of these, what? it wasn't listen, even that big. Most of these like, fucking artists, dude. Like, oh, I'm sick of that too. I mean, they're they're just like, <laughs> you know, they're they're fucking making my Starbucks and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so like a couple hundred bucks. They don't have a couple hundred bucks, dude. Yeah. They're like, oh man, the tips were real low today because I thought I was being clever by writing their fucking name wrong, but I just <laughs> pissed them off. So, you know, they didn't tip me. So, no, and, and you know what? Artist Alley is cool to a certain degree, but when you have like 40 artists who all draw the Marvel style, it's like, who gives a crap? I, yeah. There's nothing yeah. here that's unique. There's one or two that I look at and go, oh wow, that's kind of cool and interesting. Um, and I understand they're trying to make a buck too. But the artist alley at Kamikaze is set up a little bit different. It's is set it? up different than any other convention I've ever been to, for what, sure. What was the deal with that? Uh, that's just how they do it. I, I, I didn't even catch what the difference was. Well, usually it's set up uh, kind of at a separate, you know, okay. as you go down, then there's a point where all the vendors stop and artist alley begins. Got it. Um, Got they it. kind of put artist alley in the same kind of general area. Hmm. As the vendors are, so it's a it's a little bit different. So they get kind yeah. of lost yeah, in the I, mix. I didn't really feel like I was in Artist yeah, Alley. It's, just, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly because there is yeah. not a defined Artist Alley. So half, you know, the you have a whole line of mm-hmm. each of each yeah, aisle, yeah, yeah. and half that aisle will cut off yeah. and be these oh. weird, 
you know, like little cells. Yeah. But do you think they for artists to to you know to yeah. their tables? Do you think they do that because like at Comic Con, like at San Diego Comic Con, for instance, when you get there, like you feel that like I've crossed into Independent Land yes. over here, and it's like if I'm not looking for independent comics, like I'll just turn back and go and watch small Japanese girls jump up and down in whatever yeah. game yeah. Konami has brought to me this <laughs> week. Um, but like maybe, do you think they did it because it was like the artists feel like, well, if you intermingle us more in the shopping aisle, I think they got. Lost. Really? And here's the thing that bummed me out. Um, there's a couple things, but um, our boys from Man vs. Rock, they were in the asshole of the convention. They were so far like out of the way that you could see that they were just by Sunday when I went, they were just defeated. Um, they had they had a good day. They said a, a fair day on Saturday, but Sunday it was like there'll be half an hour where nobody comes by. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was bad. It was wow. bad. Um, I think Kamikaze is also still... They're still trying to find themselves. So yeah. They're a new convention. They've been in uh, three, four years now. Uh, and I made a joke in the beginning of this was uh, they've come up from the parking garage. Yeah. And that's true because year one was in the parking garage. Yeah. And like they were, tr- they had so much space down there that there were some vendors like those uh, steampunk vendors. Same vendor must have had three, four uh, different tables throughout the entire convention. They were just spread out all over the place. Um, and they were trying to, you know, they had like a fucking hot dog vendor down there that's stinking the place yeah. up. And just, I don't know, each year it gets better and better. But well, they, the first I, year was because they were, it was the first year, and they were also trying to make an impact and set themselves apart. They had, they were, remember, we went down there, they were doing tattoos. Yeah. People were getting tattooed. Really? Like, yeah. on site. Yeah. If, you, if you got All the logo from Kamikaze, it's like a, a, a fucking octopus. It's like an octopus. Yeah. Um, you get free admission for life or something like that. That first year, that Which first is year, because they uh, are they're the more price expensive. is going up. They're definitely. more expensive than WonderCon now. Yeah, are they really? Yeah. Wow, what? thirty bucks a day, wasn't it's it? Seventy yeah. bucks for the weekend. Yeah. Wow, Kamikaze was thirty dollars a day. Yeah, I, I mean, is anybody afraid at how expensive Comic Con is going to be this year? Uh, are yeah. we? Uh, we'll talk about that later. Well, we are definitely Saturday's the day for us. So yeah, Saturday's so. our day. We're logging on, and it'll be all hands on deck to get our our stuff. But I mean, I'm expecting to see sixty dollars a day for Comic Con yeah. this year, like fully. Like it was, like if you look at the incremental jumps mm-hmm. they've been making. I mean, it, yeah. it we were paying twenty dollars just four years ago, right. and it was forty five each day last year, I believe. Well, part of that is just population control. Uh, yeah, but you know, they if they that's the same thing Disney did. With you know, Disney keeping out the, the riffraff. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the the thing is, even with that population control, like they're still selling out. Like yeah. there's not they're not yeah. gonna not sell out Comic Con. Yeah, it's just short, sure. you know. And if you were in a position to profit off of Comic Con, <laughs> oh, amen, brother. You would like, be bumping those increments that, up as that's much that's as not you can. The, that's not the argument. My right, argument yeah. or my my statement essentially are. How, how much of a price jump are we going to see, you know? Yeah. Are we going to see, yeah. you know, a full-on 33% price hike, you know, yet again? Uh, are, are, are they going to... Because I, I keep telling Steve, I've told him for three years now, I fully expect to see the four-day pass disappear at some point. Like, I, I expect to be in a situation where it's a two-day pass at most yeah. because the the demand for tickets, you know, and then they, they can do it. Like, who's going to say no, you know? Well, was there a four-day pass this year or no? There was. I didn't even look at like the options of what we're doing on Saturday. I don't. I don't yeah, think that I they even showed them. Yet. You know. I figure. I, I think what they're doing. They're they're doing the same thing this year as last year. So if you go forward, if you want preview night, you have to get all four days. Right. Now, when you used to get all four days before preview night was free, wasn't it? Yeah. The first it used to be free, and then there was suddenly it was like 
$10 more. And then last yeah. year it was like as much as a full day. Yeah. So, you know, they've definitely gotten it up there to did $200 you, range. Did you guys do preview night last year? No. Hell no. I was going to say, did was, you drive all the way down there to hang out for a couple there. hours? I was down there. I was, I was working another gig down okay. there, but I was already, so normally we did do preview night. I think before. last year was the first year we hadn't done preview night in about seven years. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I ain't into all that. Because we, we normally, well, we, we were picky out early on the boat in the last year. And, yeah. and then hang out, and then we go, and then, yeah. you know, whatever. But um, <laughs> we're rambling on about fucking Comic Con. That's right. We were so, talking about okay. Kamikaze. Okay, like but the, the, the other thing that bummed me out was uh, okay, first of all, there's there's no indie comics at, at the thing this year. There was very few. Indiana say. Jones didn't have a comic. He, he really didn't have one. That's awesome. Um, but the other thing that bummed me out is there was just like random shit. Like everywhere, you had like candles, and you had like little <laughs> dolls, and you had, like. And, and as much as I like the little creepy dolls, um, it's like, why is this here? It's called Kamikaze. You know, uh, there were things that were not at all related to anything comics or they're even movies. Scented, they're scented yeah. candles. Yeah, there was like random yeah. shit. I wish I had taken pictures because I was just like, what the hell is that? And the more I thought about it when I got home, it's like all of those booths that somebody bought, you know, power to the people who run it because they got the money from them. But it's like I had to walk past how many booths of unrelated shit that you could see at market night, you know? Uh, that that bothered me. That, well, I, but I mean that's at every con. I'll connect. I'll connect this to Nick in an inch in a, in a way that we get to his panels. But if you took away the panels and the costuming away from any comic book convention, it's a it's a like a it's swap a, meet. Yeah. It's a flea market. Yeah, you know? you know, and that's that's one of my gripes about conventions these days is like. If I'm going to pay $25 or $30, and this is why I like Comic-Con so much, if I'm going to pay $25 or $30 at the door to go into something that I can get on eBay or Amazon or even in like Halloween Town or something like that, yeah. um, I don't need to spend $25 to get through the door of Halloween Town right, right, right. or even Frankenstein. Mm. You know, yeah. and a lot of these vendors look like Frankenstein down yeah, there. I yeah. can get the same shit, and I don't have to pay to get into Frankenstein. Well, nothing pisses me off more when I go to the Comic Con floor, and every vendor on the planet has got con exclusives that they're selling at marked up prices yeah. on the oh, fucking convention yeah, floor. Yeah. Man, like yeah. that pisses me off to no end, yeah. and especially when I'm like, oh, okay, so I could get the you know the Walking Dead variant cover from the people at the Walking Dead if they fucking had any left. Yeah, you know, but because you guys are already in here, you can send your people up. Yep. To, like that shit drives me nuts. Which yeah, there, is was why a, there was a, a, a Comic Con exclusive Batman that I wanted at San Diego. Uh-huh. It was sold out, and all the vendors were selling it for twenty five bucks a pop. Yeah, it just pisses me off oh, to no end. Man. No end. So, uh, but, but back to panels. Back to panels. Well, real quick. before you go there, okay. to prove that there is some joy in my heart, because last week <laughs> you said there was no joy. There in my is heart. no joy in your heart um, at all. I, I I don't want to sound like I'm ripping on the con too much. Those were the things that I thought were kind of whack. Um, I do think I was pleasantly surprised. I know I was pleasantly surprised by the, the con in general was pretty cool. And that said, I will probably be getting a table next year. But man, you got to do it early so you don't end up where the Man vs. Rock guys ended up. Cause well, he said they were in the bathroom. So yeah, they, they were definitely... <laughs> Maybe he was only half joking, you know? No, so. he, was, he was telling it true, man. It was, it was way well, out That convention's way. super weird when it comes to uh, like... 
ex actors and stuff like that too because they yeah. they put up like a there's literally Dude. like a wall and yeah. it's like the, that they're it's like the no walk it's the walk of fucking of <laughs> despair dude it really like, is you'll see somebody really hot you know popular in that aisle you know at the time and they'll have a line yeah. and then all of these other actors who haven't been working for a little while so on those eight by tens are just looking down that aisle going man we somebody please come buy one of my eight by tens yeah it was and then depressing. when you walk by they're looking and they're like would you buy one of my eight by tens yes and you're like oh fuck it's man. like walking, walking past the homeless guy outside of walmart yeah, you know I mean, it's, like it's, when you go by the fucking pet store in the mall yeah, and you're like i don't want to if i touch rough, that puppy man. i will buy it. It, it it gets pretty rough walking that that aisle i know exactly where nick's talking uh, that's about a, look man i, I mean they're, they're taking advantage of their uh, uh their once popularity or hey you, you gotta know. make a living right i yeah. guess but i've always thought that was like that's rough like that especially like if you're you know, if you were at one point uh, Hercules, you know the legendary journeys. Hey, yeah. Dude, go to and a go to a Trek convention. Oh, I would never. That These would, fucking people are waiting for fucking Gene Roddenberry they, to yeah. call them back. And I, it's like Gene Roddenberry fucking died in like ninety, ninety one, something so like that. They're all like guy from uh, from yeah. uh, Galaxy uh, Quest. Dude, they're like, I have this great idea for another Star Trek movie. And you're like, Seven. I mean, they're selling me. They're selling me their fucking idea for an episode. And you're like. You know, I'm just walking by your booth, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's rough. It's it's a rough uh, a rough one. If you ever go to a Trek convention? Nice. So so the else. thing that kind of weirds me out a little bit, and this is funny. I keep bringing Darian up because she was like wide eyed, and you know, we walked by, and I'm going, "Oh yeah, there's there's the guy who created Deadpool. You know, he's signing autographs and stuff." And there, oh, there's the guy who created Wolverine, and she's like, "Oh my God, these guys are like rock stars." I'm like, "No, they're at like every convention for ten bucks. You can go get their autograph." Yeah, right. but that's because you know. you have no joy and you're jaded. So. <laughs> Oh, no. You know, you're like you don't you don't look at the world through the eyes of a child, Chris, who's like being divergenized at a, 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 wow. a yeah. convention center for the first time. I was you say, know? We are still talking about his daughter, right? <laughs> yeah, That's, I didn't I, mean it that way. You, you fucking weirded yeah. me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, let's, let's whatever. Clear <laughs> anyway, but it, it's always it's kind of like taking somebody to Disneyland for the first time and seeing that wide-eyed wonder. Yeah, you know, it was it was pretty cool. And at one point, she uh, she stops and go, oh. Let me go take a picture with that hooker over there. <laughs> and it's like one of the one of the girls who you know sit at the booths and wear the really scantily clad uh, yeah, yeah. costumes. Oh, do they do they still do booth babes or comic cons? Oh God, it was like Nam Show. Yeah. It was like Nam Show. Oh, they nothing's everywhere. worse than the Nam Show, dude. Oh, the Nam, it was the like Nam Show is like going to a strip club. Yeah, like, it was. It was yeah. pretty bad. I got, I got, I got in one year for the Nam Show. Oh, we've been a couple times, yeah. and it's it's fun and it's cool yeah. to look at the instruments. But man, there's a lot of half naked yeah. women at the well, Nam Show. Well, and I posted this on on the page. You probably won't see it at this point, but um, you know we're walking in. And we see a girl dressed as Poison Ivy. And Darian like pulls me, she, she goes, oh my God, I think I just saw her bush. And I'm not talking about the, you know, the, the leaves. So. Yeah, sometimes there's some uh, costume mishaps. Uh, sometimes yeah. there's sometimes, some costume yeah. mishaps. Sometimes. Yeah, so every once in a while. Yeah. I'd say more than a little, uh, more than a little, my friend. As long as it's so, not Boberine, I don't care. There you was this one feel. guy I, <laughs> fucking Comic-Con one year. He was Plastic Man on stilts. <laughs> I remember that remember guy. That guy, oh, that guy. So he's at like eye level on stilts <laughs> wearing this fucking like Spandex. Spandex leotard thing, dude, with this little fucking glow worm that just wanted to do good for the world. Just, just like, pop it up, boop. Just like that. He, he just walked by, boop, boop. 
She's like gonna get his eye poked out by this guy, right? I mean, get a yeah. If you're gonna wear spandex, you gotta get a cub, dude. Just just for air. Well, technically, very unflattering. What you want is a dance belt. There you go. There you go. You want a dance belt? Nick knows what's up. Or or and a tube sock, a dance belt, and a tube sock. Or fuck, man, just like something a little bit bigger than your little. <laughs> little thumb of a penis there, a man. Worm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, ideally, you don't want anything sticking out. You want a smooth, a smooth ride. Like all like Ken, down. like a yeah. Ken doll. That's ideal spandex. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're. All, I want to look ballless. That's yeah. what I want. Well, I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> so, Nick, uh, you said you did a couple of panels at Kamikaze this I year. Did. What panels did you do? I did one in sexuality and cosplay. Okay, tell us about Perfect that. Segue. <laughs> tell us about that. Uh, basically, talking about uh, the current state of the cosplay scene, and there very much is is one, and it comes with its own drama and politics and all that kind of nonsense as well. Um, but currently, the big thing is a lot of these girls who are uh, busty and attractive, what have you, use that to get jobs, sell prints, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of people who think that that is uh, lacking integrity. I Ladies, say, I'm not one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I said at the panel is like, I'm certainly not going to be the one to say, put your boobs away. That's not going to happen. And I, and I certainly don't advocate uh, cosplay shaming or fat shaming no, or no. anything like that. But... There is a little bit of a double standard going on that seems to be rising to the top because we care too much about what people feel like. Is that, uh, you know, the person that spends three grand on their screen accurate Boba Fett needs to be viewed the same way as the dude who made his armor out of trash cans. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, what we have is a, a lack of personal perspective. I think it's, uh, especially when you, uh, for if me, you, when if you, you work out in a gym and you fucking. Exactly. Shit to get ripped up. Exactly. Man, that's hard. That's super that hard. That is hard, and that's part of your costume. And, and you cannot, with a straight face, say somebody who eats a bunch of pizza mm-hmm. needs to have the same respect as the dude that is ripped up or the girl that's ripped up or whatever. I that's fucking bullshit. Well, and I also think like, and this is it's a very male perspective, but I've always I've and I've told Steve this before that. I have no problem with women in the deep cleavage. Uh, if there was some sort of ball strip that I could put on and give myself a little clear strip on my balls well, for ball cleavage. What I always say is, you know, power man with your dick cleavage. There you go. Does not have the same uh, effect. Hey, but you know what? I guarantee if I walked in a room with ball cleavage, everybody would stare. And I, But my reaction would be like, how dare you look at my ball cleavage? I would be yeah. like, my eyes are up here. You know, it's well, right. Sure. Right. But the thing is, none of the girls who are making a living at this act that way. Either. No, no, not no, at no, all. No. Not at all. And there are a lot of women that are out there making a living doing this. And and you know, power, well, more power to them. Well, yeah, they're models. I mean, that's what cool. Was, they're models. You know, that's what they do. What I was saying at the panel is, these girls that do porn or any kind of modeling or anything like that. You know why they're not complaining about being, you know objectified or whatever they're making too much goddamn money mm. and they don't fucking care <laughs> so uh what was your other panel that you were on i did another panel on prop and costume making for the replica prop forum okay tell us about that replica prop forum is probably the internet's biggest uh costume and prop building site a lot of industry guys are on there a lot of super super talented independent prop makers like myself uh go in there and post up work 
kids see other people's stuff and it's just like a really cool community there's like a junkyard you can buy and sell um, stuff that you make casts and stuff like that it's really really cool so basically we did a uh, panel about um, like one on one type stuff okay doing your research finding out what kind of materials you need what's your budget to make the stuff happen and going from there cool. to, to building your, your final stuff what's, uh, what's the coolest prop you've made recently uh, for Kamikaze, I had a friend of mine do an Astrid costume from How to Train Your Dragon 2. Nice, mm. nice. She didn't have an axe, so I built her one in like 10 hours out of a floor mat EVA foam. Nice. Yeah. If you That's saw this cool. thing, you'd be blown away. Oh, I'm so blown away the mere fact that you were able to well, build that that quickly. You know, we'll go ahead and put, I want to put a picture of that axe yeah, up too, because I, I was totally impressed by what he did in like, like you said, 10 hours. Nice. I was like, wow, dude, that thing is its really, really cool. Now, Nick, do you sell props as well? Is this uh, part I do. of what you I do? do? I, mostly what I do is commission work, so people hit me up if they want a costume or a prop or something like that. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, anything, uh, if you go on Facebook, look for Nexus FX. Uh, that's me. I'm on Tumblr, Instagram. All that kind of stuff. Nice. And do you uh, do you have any specific like? Are you only sci-fi fantasy, or are you willing to build in like any genre? If you have money, I don't care. All right, excellent. <laughs> He's just like the stripper girls. He, whatever, yeah. it, whatever it takes. Right. All right, cool. So uh, we're gonna transition from Kamikaze into uh, some of the big news that came out the last uh, two weeks. Uh, and part of me is really butthurt that they didn't release this at. Comic-Con was Marvel released their uh, first, we, the trailer for the second Avengers, which we did see at Comic-Con, um, but they also released their lineup for all their movies through phase three, which uh, did, did you guys all get a chance to take and a look at it? And showed a teaser for Avengers three. That's right. Which, or, or Wait, was what? It yeah. for, I, I believe it was that. Civil War, wasn't it? Was Civil no, 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 War? It was, no? a, it was a trailer for Avengers three. Oh, okay. Well, I'm impressed. Uh, it, that was down at, they did that at the, uh, not LA Live, I want to say the Nokia El Theater. Capitan. El Capitan. There we go. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, so any thoughts, you guys, reactions to, and, and you know, I'm going to start with the guest first. Uh, Nick, what was your reactions to, um, uh, oh, first, you, you liked stoked, it? Stoked, of yeah? course. Okay. I'm a big Inhumans fan. Oh, that was, yeah, me I'm, too. I'm really stoked. Black Bolt's one of my favorite characters, mm -hmm. as long as Vin Diesel's not Black Bolt, which is the rumors now. Oh, yeah. really? That's yeah. That's what I'm hearing, too. Uh, really? I was really, really stoked. Wait, for wait, hold on. But you got to look on the, black, the bright side. If Vin Diesel is Black Bolt, he has no lines. So there is that. Yeah, it's kind of like Keanu in, in <laughs> but some of his ironically, roles. he's a great voice actor. He is. So, but the Iron Giant's great. He does great as Groot. He's a great he voice actor. He just says Groot. <laughs> he says, he's I a master Groot. of saying yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> but I'm not trying to see his ass. No, I got or it. I got his it. face. Come so, on, uh, see him Private Ryan, man. So you're excited. Excited about Inhumans? Any of the other ones? Doctor Strange? Uh, Super stoked for Black Panther. Nice. Yeah. Super stoked for Black Panther. And he was my fan choice for like the past year. Was Chadwick Boseman. Nice, yeah. And, 42, and if you guys him. haven't seen it, it's fantastic. 42 film. and Get Up On It. Yeah, bo he both great James movies. Both, both great movies. Uh, Steve, any reaction to the Marvel lineup at and all? Oh, wait, wait, sorry, Nate. Immediately announced after the big reveal was uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Was y confirmed. Yeah. I, well, I. Look, I'm excited about all of it because I am. Benedict Cumberbatch could play Rosa Parks and he'd be good. So <laughs> I would go to see that movie in a heartbeat. <laughs> He's all, I am Rosa Parks. <laughs> well, he managed to play a, a Spaniard that was completely white in Star, the Star Trek Into Darkness, so I'm sure he could take on the titular title of the black woman that started the uh, uh, American civil rights movement. So, Steve. You know what? Uh, it's cool, but. Honestly, like I can't get excited about movies that are 
three and four years away and shit. I'm just like, meh. You're excited about Star Wars? Yeah, this is like next December. Yeah, but they announced that like two years ago. Yeah, but I wasn't like... I, I actually started deleting you know, sites off my Facebook account <laughs> when they re- released the information because I, it was just like I had 15 of the same message. Like today, there were some people who almost got deleted with the, the announcement of the new episode's name. Wait, wait, what happened today? Today they announced that uh, the new Star Wars Episode 7, which is not Episode 7 in the title so far, is going to be uh, Force Awakened, right? Mm-hmm. The, something like that. The yeah. Force Awakens or Awakened. Or... So that, that's, that's a terrible title. That's... It's better than Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no, it's not. Here. It's better than A Phantom that Menace. That is a terrible title. A Phantom Menace was terrible. No, it's a terrible title. It's a terrible title. Steve, seriously. It's like I, Elena's I, like, hey... There's a rom-com on this weekend yeah. over down at the mall. What's it called? It's called The Force Awakens. And it's like, oh, that sounds lovely. We should go do that. It- I mean, I'm still stoked about it, but it's just like, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's next December, dude. Like That's close, man. That's like right around the corner like, now. It's like, yeah, like a year. We'll probably see a teaser around December 18th, which would be a year out from the movie. And you'll probably see a full two or three minute trailer either around Star Wars Celebration or before because yeah. um, as of right now it, it, I could have totally I could totally see the trailer for Star Wars coming out before Avengers and then thereby vaulting Avengers to an even even like higher yeah. uh, first Which weekend they gross need, they don't no. but oh my god I'm actually more not, interested in who is and it, this know. is like so irrelevant I sound like fucking like entertainment tonight or whatever but I'm actually more interested in who's gonna make more money next summer the Avengers movie or Star Wars in December. That's a tough I don't goal, know man. why I give a Star shit. Wars I has just been out do. Of the mix for so long. Actually, a friend of mine at work today was kind of brought it up, and that's kind of had me thinking yeah. for the whole evening. I, who's I gonna, don't feel like the uh, the, the hype for the second Avengers movie is quite where the first one was. No. Um, I think it'll still do really well. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Well, no, but we've seen it now. There was mystery with all those and, characters and see, together. I think I think the hype for the for the the next Avengers movie has a lot like the lack thereof. With some people, might be, be the way it was released. I think it's Civil War. Is you guys saw. It. You guys yeah, saw. I would yeah, almost agree with Civil that. War. Yeah, yeah. Civil War for the. But dude, mm-hmm. Age yeah. of Ultron. That the trailer looks fantastic. They're going to introduce, introduce Wakanda. I know. They showed know. Andy Serkis in the trailer. Who's so much play, the claw. Uh, claw. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I guarantee you, we're going to see Benedict in there in in some small part. I don't well, think he's going to play a pivotal role or anything. It's kind of scary, like everybody they keep like drop like, and they just announced the other day that Loki and uh, uh, mm-hmm. Idris Elba's character, uh, the Guardian, Heimdall. Uh, there you go, Heimdall. Uh, they're both going to be in cameos. Yeah, or but something. Well, holy gonna, fuck, how many people are going to be in yeah, this movie? You know, have a small part because they're going to set up for Ragnarok. Yeah, 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 for the next Thor movie, which is supposed to happen right after. So uh, I'm. I'm a, oh, I'm sorry. Don't let me skip Chris. Go ahead, Chris. You know, I, I'm kind of in the middle on this. Okay. Because I'm looking at this slate of all of these movies that are planned. 30 comic book movies in five years. It's, Wait, I, I'm, just, I'm really worried that they are trying to get as much stuff out as possible, as quickly as possible, and they're going to burn everybody out on all this stuff. Well, I think... It's not Warner Brothers we're talking about. This yeah, is This is Marvel. This is Marvel. I, no, I they get that. But... To to people outside of this room or outside of our listeners, who 
you know, make up a good chunk of the ticket sales on a lot of these movies, they're only seeing comic book movie. Yeah, but you got to remember, man, that because you Marvel, got DC in that mix too. Yeah, but Marvel has become like their brand is like Pixar now, where it doesn't matter what they put out, I people are that. going. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't even realize they're even watching comic book movies. Really, uh, maybe on some. That's of not them. the case. Yeah. See, because what they did with DC, that's why Batman did as good as it did because they they took it away from that comic book world. They yeah. made it more realistic. Yeah. But then DC doesn't see the writing on the wall, and they're late to the game. Yeah. So because they had so much success with that, they're trying to carry that vibe over into yeah. all the rest of the movies because they don't think that the general population is ready for unabashed, uncensored, ridiculous comic book stuff. Four so words. When, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So yeah, when DC, DC says, we don't know how to present Wonder Woman in a way that the population uh, can so swallow stupid. it. Marvel says, well, here's a raccoon with a machine gun. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, did you hear they announced that the Wonder Woman movie is going to be set in the 20s? I heard something about that. And I'm that. like, in my brain, I'm going... So it's Wonder or it starts in the 20s. Well, no, the whole movie is supposed to be set in the what? 20s. Yeah, so they're basically like Wonder Woman is their Captain America, essentially. Oh, you know, what I, you know what I want to see in the 20s? Boardwalk Empire, and that is it. Yeah. <laughs> that is it, dude. I don't, I don't care, dude. I, look, here's my feeling on this situation. And I'm with Nick. DC's laid to the party. DC's yeah, had the better properties for as long as we can remember. Yep. And Marvel was playing catch up. I mean, think about the fact that the Even first the comics. Oh, but dude, the first successful Marvel franchise was Blade. Yeah. Like, think about yeah. that for a second. And think and and when those movies came out, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Like these movies are so good. And then Spider Man comes out and the yeah. X Men, you know, and you get like suddenly you're excited about what the possibilities are. Yep. But because you know Marvel's not producing their own films, like DC is producing with Warner Brothers in house because they're a subsidiary. Um, it's like DC just keeps all they do is roll out Batman. And mm -hmm. that's all they have that's successful. All of their secondary characters are like Steel, Catwoman. They're they're fucking unwatchable movies. Even the oh, Green they are. Even yeah. the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds had great promise, and it came out, and it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, so Green Lantern, fucking unwatchable. Okay, I couldn't stand it. Catwoman, the Halle Berry one, holy shit, dude! Yeah. <laughs> I was into that the whole thing for is about makeup. I, I was into that for about less than sixty seconds, dude. And I was like, "Well, I'm done. I'm yeah. out of here, dude." Well, that was terrible. And then, so what? So what you have now is you've got like Marvel, who just they own it. They own it. No matter what else comes out, Marvel owns the the movie universe right now. Because even the even the worst Marvel movie in this current like slate of movies they've put out is way better than dude, Man Ant of Steel. Ant-Man? Oh, dude, that Man of Steel movie. I'm get, saying we the current We should get, man, we should get, that, we should get Nick here to rant about fucking Man of Steel. <laughs> now he hated that one. I hate that piece I, of shit. I'm with him on that but one, But you got to look I'm at some the of the titles that they're putting forward. And I, you know what? Power to him for trying new things. And, you know, maybe yeah, Ant-Man's a key part of the Avengers. I think that's what you're missing. Yeah, but I think the general public's going to look at it and go, Ant-Man, Thor... Okay, but Thor is a is a god. Yeah, but pre pre. You know Iron what they're selling with Thor? A fucking old boy who fucking plays Thor. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is, right? Who's selling that one, Paul Rudd? But well, wait, Iron no, they're probably selling uh, Tom Hiddleston more than Chris Hemsworth at this point. Well, well yeah, Loki he's, he's, is the Avengers villain. You know, I, think, I don't know, I man. My misses, my misses. No, no, I, I, I think they're hitting on all cylinders with the. Um, and forgive me, I'm forgetting everybody's name. Loki. Tom Hiddleston, Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, uh, and Captain America, Chris dude. Chris Evans, yeah. And they got fucking Scarlett Johansson for me, and so, I'm okay with that. 
but here's the thing. Getting back to your like issue with the next wave of characters, Ant Man is going to be Marvel's first heist movie. Yeah. Like when you when it you, could be great. Now I think I think what you're missing is like these movies, and, and really when we saw it was Captain America two was sort of the first time you realize they're not making superhero movies. No. They're making genre movies yeah. with superheroes. As an Inhumans fan, because I'm a big Fantastic Four fan, I love the Inhumans. Uh, do you feel like Marvel is essentially because they do not own the rights to mutants and the X Men? Do you think they're going to take the Inhumans and make them the mutants of this universe? Hmm. Because there, you, there's no limit to how many Inhumans you can have. So I don't know if they're not allowed to say that they're mutants. They're not. They within they, the they, they can't. They Fox can't talk owns about. the right to that word. Okay. They yeah, cannot really? use the word mutants in their movies. Oh, it, oh. It's the same reason. No, no. It's the same and reason. Fox can't talk about the Avengers. Right. right. Well, it's the same reason in the DC universe they can't use the word mutants for their mutants. They call them metahumans. So oh, it's like when you right. watch like. Arrow or Flash yes. or anything like that. They don't fight mutants. They fight, fight metahumans. Meta and they Got use that it. term like freely. That's, That's their mutant ridiculous. term. Hey, they coined the term for these people with special powers <laughs> or mutants. Uh, well, Robert Denny Jr., he also owns the Avengers logo. That's hilarious. Yeah, he, he owns it. The huh. one from the, uh, the tower. They yeah. gave it to him as a gift. How sweet oh, well, is no, that? the actual, yeah. The actual yeah, how logo. sweet is that? All right, guys, so... Uh, uh, but the, the problem with the Warner Force Brothers Awakens, music is really? Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the what Force it is. Awakens. But I'm still stoked, man. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, just want to see wait, old Mark Hamill. And no, so Terry are they just Fisher. calling it Star Wars: The Force Awakens, or is it just The Force Awakens, a la no, it's Star Wars, Into Star Darkness, Wars. or like I, uh, I can't get seriously. I, if I, I don't understand why you're tripping, because yeah, when Attack of the name. Clones came out, it's not a, that's a that was name. the worst B movie name ever. It. And that I movie was that not name, fun. That's that movie the worst was fun. Part. No, it wasn't. I just watched it again the other day. It's oh great. Revenge God. of the Sith, there was a good one. Empire Strikes Back, there was a good one. Yeah. You want to get Return hope. of the Jedi? You going to tell me Return of the Jedi is good? Yeah, Would know. you like to talk about Temple of Doom again? No. <laughs> okay. We're good. All right. Good time. You sold me on that one. All right. So uh, we gotta, uh, we're going to shift gears here. Uh, I've got a game of the week for you guys this week. Oh, um, I promise there's oh, no shit. Soviet era. <laughs> <laughs> Papers, please. <laughs> Fuck. I just listened to that again. I was playing that in the room and somebody walked in and they were like laughing their ass off oh, on you man. guys wrecking on me. But I got one that I think you can get behind this week. Um, it's not a new game, but they released an update for it in the last couple months that it changed it. <clears throat> it's a game called FTL. So if you guys have ever enjoyed uh, uh, space uh, uh, combat or anything like that, uh, basically the premise is, is you have a ship, a la like Firefly style or the Millennium Falcon, and you're racing across the galaxy with these plans, uh, and the rebel fleet is chasing you across the galaxy. And so your little ship has a crew, and you can like name all your crew members, and you, uh, you jump from point to point, uh, and you, you get in battles and things like that. But it's the, the simplicity of the game uh, because once again, very sort of low graphics. Uh, not oh, there's no one of those, huh? there's no joystick fighting. It's literally like you you pop in and suddenly uh, uh, you know you're targeting other people's systems. People are beaming over to your ship. There's a lot of little you know fighting going on. You can open up your airlocks and like drown everybody out. It, it's like everything I've ever wanted to play in like a space. Uh, uh, sort of simulator type game, but it's fun, compact, and you can play it pretty simply in a short amount of time. Uh, uh, it's 
It but sounds it, phenomenally better than last <laughs> episode's fucking game of Papers Please is a of, great game. Of fucking how many fingers am I holding up behind my back or whatever the fuck that was, dude. <laughs> Look, it's yeah. no it's no lawyer game from Konami, but um but <laughs> F- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> FTL, you guys, FTL. It's um it's not expensive yet again. You can pick it up for like six or seven bucks um, out six there. Six or world. seven bucks. Oh my Good god! Lord, that's a lot of money for eight bit graphics. Right. Six or seven. Uh, bucks. These are at least sixteen bit. At oh least. Oh my god. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. There's some little blockiness to for it. For some reason, the the old uh, music from Space Invaders is playing <laughs> in my head right now as he describes this game. <laughs> No, it's so great, dude. And what's what's fun is like they'll uh, uh, you'll like come across a slaver ship, and they'll give you the choice of like you know, would you like to buy a slave? And you're like, no, fuck you, slavery's not right. And then like you go and you attack them, and then like you're blowing up their ship, and then they'll they'll radio over and be like, hey, uh, if we give you a slave, will you leave us alone? And you're like, yeah, I'm okay with that. You know, so, <laughs> so it's like it's about making choices within the universe, you know. Um, and then you know, there's a bunch of different ways you can upgrade your ship. Um, it's got like hints of Firefly and Star Wars, hints of Star Trek. Um, you know, it, it, there's tactics involved with it. It's a simple game that is like really endlessly playable with all of the different ships and things you can like open up. Um, I've had a blast with it. It's a lot of fun. It's on my laptop uh, when I'm working a gig and I have nothing to do. That's what I play right now. So it's that and Papers, Please. You know? Well, it doesn't sound nearly <laughs> as bad as Papers, Please. No, uh, that game's fantastic. So they're, they're all a lot of fun. But FTL is out there. Uh, I'm surprised you guys don't have what any. What does FTL stand Faster for? than light. I was going to say, fuck this life. Yeah. This game. <laughs> You're so bitter. Like, you're so bitter. So bitter about video games in general. So bitter. Uh, So, uh, Chris, uh, uh, time for indie comics, buddy. What do you got for us this week? All right. So, this one is not a a real, uh, too far underground. Um, It's a series of three comics, but they they are uh, independent. Um, There's an artist named Becky Cloonan, and she's done tons and tons of of, uh, big company stuff. I think she, she worked on some of the Conan stuff and, and um, trying to think of some of the other ones. But she's, she's like a legitimate working artist for a living. Um, but in her spare time, she puts together her own books. And I'm reaching for them now. Uh, let me pass them around. There are three of them that have come out. Um, Wolves, uh, The Meyer, and um, Demeter is the third one. And I, I've fallen in love with the art in this thing. Now, it's all black and white, but, and they, they look like something that you would, you know, pick up at, you know, an independent bookstore or something. Um, but instead of being like a poetry book or something, it's, it's a legit comic. And the, the covers, I believe, are even silk screened. Um, it's really, really bizarre storytelling. Um, I think they're all kind of based on certain myths or whatever from different cultures, but... Um, Really cool, like deep stuff, um, which is why I like it because I'm I'm kind of like over the whole uh, superhero Marvel DC you know storytelling style. I want something that's a little more um, deep, and a little more, a little less surface level and and predictable, I guess. Um, so highly recommend any of the Becky Cloonan books, um, Wolves, The Meyer, or Demeter. Um, and you can probably buy them online. I think she just collected them uh, in a hardcover uh, that you can buy all three of them together in one story because I think it's a it's a like a trilogy. 
All right. So, uh, what are, what are the names of these books again? Um, or who's Wolves, the author? Sorry, Becky Cloonan. Okay. Um, I've been trying to find her at the Comic Cons because I want to meet her. This is like the only artist that I can think of at this point <laughs> that I would love to go and meet and say, "Hey, I love your stuff." Becky, if you're out there yeah. and listening. Chris wants to meet you. Yeah, I would love to. I would even get an autograph, which I don't ever do because I don't, I mean, whatever. Um, I, I mean, that's like the indie comic guys. I, I buy their books because I like the art. Like, you want me to sign it for you? Like, yeah, all right. You know, it's like I never asked for it, but I'll, sure, I'll take your signature, whatever. See, they say that to me. I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> You're all, it will devalue no. the book. <laughs> but I, Why as, do you want to sign as an my indie shit? guy, I mean, I mean you want to you wanna feel I mean, this like. This is cool. Like, like, if you dig indie stuff like this, like this is definitely the, the oh, material this, you're looking for. No, this is know? definitely the some of the best indie stuff yeah. that, that I've come across. Like, and I was lucky like, to find this like super early. This is definitely like one of those cool little punk rock comics you'd yes. see at like a punk rock record store. But the art is legit. The, the art the is very very nice, dude. It's real good. Really good. Um, so yeah, Wolves. Yeah, check it out. The Meyer and Demeter. All right, cool. Wolves, Wire, The Meyer, and Demeter. And uh, Becky Cloonan, if you're out there in the world, we're going to come find you. So <laughs> Chris is going to come find no, you. I, no, I'm not going to make me like a stalker yeah. or anything. I'm not like weird. If, if you hear somebody scratching on your windowsill late uh, at night. Will you be an oh, ape? Uh, will you be an alternative press? If your phone rings like at 2.30 in the morning and it hangs up quickly. Do you have a Facebook account? <laughs> Excellent. No, man. Excellent. Can I hit you up on No, it's good. Twitter? And she sells uh, prints of, of some of her art online as well. Chris, Chris wants to know if Silence of the Lambs is your favorite movie because uh, he loves it. Puts that. the lotion in Yeah, the it does. All right. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Uh, dumb shit our kids have done this week. Uh, I'm going to let Steve uh, knock it out of the park here. Uh, his bitterness oh, pre-show yeah. was, was a thing of beauty, and uh, I'd like him to just go for it if he doesn't mind. Yeah. You know, let me put a disclaimer here first that I love my children. <laughs> Okay, I don't want you to think that I do not love my children and that I feel that my children are constant pains in the ass. But having two-year-old twins (laughs) is fucking trying at best, you know. Uh, What's what's bad about it, Steve? Over this last weekend, dude, like... You know, you'll have a day like where one of them is just fucking melting down for no goddamn reason. He doesn't want, he doesn't want milk, he doesn't want juice. I don't want a cracker, I don't want a cookie, I don't want to be held, I don't want to be put down. You just want to fucking cry and scream and you're just like, I, I don't know what to do. And the other one's being cool. And you're, you're finally, you know, you calm him down. The next day is okay. And then the third day, well, then it's his brother's turn to go ahead and have the exact same meltdown. And I finally, at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck, somebody call Uncle Maury <laughs> and find out who these kids' fucking daddy is. And he needs to come and pick them up because they are fucking killing me. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm getting older. Oh, like, no. My patience. No. I'm just like, dude, what do you want? I will tell you that we, uh, uh, Steve came over and brought the boys, and we trick-or-treated in our neighborhood this year. Oh, and brilliant. when Steve and Jen showed up, like, Elaine and I are, like, all smile. Hey, God. And uh, I have never <laughs> seen. They looked like they were on we the were, fucking baton death march. <laughs> like, we were fucking <laughs> frantic, dude, by the time we got to your house. They sat down, and it literally, I was like, are you guys all right? And they're like, we're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. And the and, boys and, were just like running around having a great time. And, and we only live, what, a <laughs> mile miles, and a half, yeah. two miles from each other. So 
between my house and your house, things were just unraveling in the van. <laughs> and then when we get there, they're just like, oh, hey, what's up? The boys are like, oh, we're here to party. <laughs> but we're like, we're, we're a mess yeah. by this Don't fucking point. Don't you hate point, that? Dude. How they can like turn and they're like, on a and dime. And like, what's wrong with Steve and Jen? And they're and, like, well, here's the best part, too. They were completely fine while we were in the house. Put them in their little pirate costumes, oh, what have you. No, here, here. They went outside and put them in the wagon. And it was as if they had beaten them with sharp hot sticks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, neither of them are like, no! Like, yeah. And I'm all, what child does not want to be in a wagon? Apparently, yeah. these, these yeah. two right You know, right this, here. it reminds me of when they were first born. You know, they were, they were two months early. So they spent some time in the NICU in the hospital. And I would see these pictures of people with, like, triplets and things. And now I think back to myself, I don't know how those fucking people are doing it. Like, they have a picture of triplets and then their other two older, a little bit older children. So you got, like, five kids, like, all between, like, two... Yeah. And six running around? Holy shit! You gotta have strength. That six-year-old's changing diapers. You're fucking digging down. You're digging down like Hulkamania for that fucking strength, (laughs) dude. I mean, these kids are fucking out of control. I would love to see you rip off your shirt. Hulkamania is doing coke for that strength. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And and then like you know we get all that candy, and I'm like. These kids aren't getting any of this. I'm taxing all of this. Yep. I'm not giving these kids candy. The yep. fucking last thing in the world they need is this fucking candy. So I'm you, you a know bit, what you get? Popcorn I'm a, ball. I'm a bit That's fucking. Yours. I'm a bit hopped up on Kit Kats and fucking Snickers right now. <laughs> I, I, I won't lie, dude. If you check my my pockets, dude, I got a lot of wrappers. You know, my pockets they're stashed all over the place. Yeah, so. one of our neighbors busted us out because we took the the kid around. And uh, he called us up after he gave her the candy. He's like, these are for you guys so you don't steal her candy later tonight when you say you're checking it. You're like, what are you talking like, about? You bastard. Why are you giving away the secret? That's, that's the you know, parent tradition. It, it, it I got to check and make sure it's all okay. <laughs> well, this one looks bad. I'm going to eat that one. And, and honestly, like, this is why I'm a little behind in seeing like Gotham or even Constantine right now. Because like, you'll get one. Constantine's awesome. Gotham's I, man. <laughs> I, see, I haven't seen any of them yet. I, I'm because, enjoying Constantine, by the way. Oh, I'm with, yeah, yeah, you know what? I, I, you know, in the beginning yeah. of this, Dude, really in the beginning good. of this, I was like the first one to say I think Constantine is going to suck because I, of the smoky too, thing. Yeah. I've heard good things about it, so I'm going to give it a try. But that it gets to the point where, like, when I have one kid that goes down at 8:30, then the other one's like, "Hey, Dad, I want to watch fucking Face Off," <laughs> and it's like 10:30, and you're like, "Are you going to bed yet?" You know. Well, at least they ain't Dora. So, and then by the time you get one crashed out, I don't, I don't play that, that, all that, <laughs> all that educational TV, dude. That might play in Ron's house. That's not playing in my house, dude. Yeah. We're putting up, dude. Every time I posted a, a, a movie during Halloween, your child was watching. They it with were you? sitting oh, right no. there with me watching The Exorcist, dude. No. And then I, and then I wonder why they're fucking out of control. Yeah, that, that could have had an impact. <laughs> that's nice, so, man. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's. Having two kids, um, God bless you, man. God bless I, you. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, do it one at a time. You know, the the, uh, the fire station will still take them all the way up to three. I was so. going to say, can you know? I was wondering if I could take my oldest, that's twenty three, to the fire station <laughs> and drop her off there. You know, somebody right. needs to take care of this kid. Go so. ahead, Chris. I don't know if I should say anything about this because this is one of those things that's embarrassing. On, on a blood level, but oh my God, the funniest thing happened. And this, this might be, I'm not gonna say who it was um, because it's out there in the public, but I'm guessing let's just Darian. say, this no, let's just say a member of my family who is very um, right wing leaning, 
was very upset um, earlier this week, right before the, the election, because she had heard at church or at a church function that the Democrats were trying to push through a bill to um, extend abortion up until the third year. <laughs> <laughs> I love the internet. She's like, can you look that up for us? And we're like looking at it, like, wait, do you mean the third trimester? Yeah. <laughs> the the third, third year? year. So you can take your, like, <laughs> you can take like my, my nieces and nephews, like, <laughs> oh, now, you know what? You're a pain in the ass, so yeah. like the two year olds. You know what? You are going to be aborted. We, we got another year. You know what? That's you funny. May, that, you may not make Chris, it. there's an option for that in papers, please. You, know, like, you cannot. <laughs> only, only here can we make some sort of. Humor out but this person was abortion. like legitimately concerned and distraught that this was actually going to happen. And I'm like, well, you, um, you should know that no. the best place to get up to date information <laughs> is a place where they base their life off of a 3,000 year old book. Right? That's the best place to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to comment on that, right. but uh, that's funny. Nonetheless. Oh my God. So that's what I, I was thinking about with the, the two year old. I thought you were going to give us a great story about one of your kids, like telling, no, I, off, like, telling have, them how stupid they were. I have like. Yeah, you know, it, no, it, the Phoebe. Totally. Go finish that before I... Whenever people say, like, oh, hey, whenever you and Jen need a break, you know, we'll watch your kids. I'm like, can you do that now? <laughs> How about now? Are you free within, say, the next uh, hour or maybe even 15 minutes? If you want to come uh, watch my kids, uh, sure. Knock yourself out. I just need a coffee break. Here's some fucking goldfish. Here's some juice. <laughs> and there's the wagon. We got the wagon there. We got the fucking... You know? I told you, drop them off at my house, man. I'll just put up the barricades and the three of them Holy can, like... Shit. Knock shit and down. It'll be the last time mm-hmm. that offer's made. I mm-hmm. fucking promise you. you, you well, I mean, I, granted, look, you got two. I got you. But my kid does. He doesn't have a partner to help him, like yeah. in crime, do crazy shit. But he's a little too smart for his own fucking good. And the, and the problem is now is the potty training, which is still not going very well. He's Dude. using it against me, Steve. Oh. He's fucking using it against me. Well, when Anything's at your house. Funny. So you thought he wasn't house, sophisticated. Dude, he, he peed on the woman when we were at, and she was wearing the bunny suit, dude. Yep. That thing oh, that's just like, absorbed that that's pee. Wait, that's because he was sitting on the toilet and was not paying attention. He didn't push whoop. the penis down. It was shot off the top. See, man, I gotta <laughs> tell you, man, I'm really, I'm, I'm really fucking not looking forward to the whole potty training thing. I, look, if I'm having this much problem like, with one, I couldn't imagine oh, two. I'm wow. thinking about getting some overtime and hiring somebody like a professional to come in. I like, don't want to deal like with the, this. Like the you dog whisperers? I want to do the twins yeah. whisperer over here. I want to get back to the, the child likes to shit everyone. people like want to like, oh, you know, the dads need to be more involved. The fuck we do. I want to go back to the old school where I just, <laughs> you know, I go to work, I come home, everybody shuts the fuck up. I just, you know, I, I watch wrestling and I just, you know, I, I and, then, and then I fucking tomorrow I start the fucking day over. So I don't want to hear Steve's him. Not so I don't want to see him. Yeah, oh, I love him to death, but holy crap, dude, they're wild. <laughs> Wild ass wow. dingo babies. Dude. Oh, so my my little man, he uh, uh, his new thing now is he's the mom has taught him how to play fucking hide and seek. Oh, so daddy's trying to get some work done, and so he's playing with his toys, and I'm he's at the point now where he he can go up and down the stairs on his own. Like he's not like we're not afraid of it anymore. He doesn't need to go up there. He doesn't go up there. So it's yeah. like I'm not I don't I don't have to be in the room staring at him 90 percent of the time. He just sits there and plays, and he's he's good about it. Or it comes to my office and he plays while, and not that I'm like leaving him unattended, but I can leave the room for three minutes and then come back in, right? Yeah. So I, I leave the room to go in and check some emails real quick, um, and I hear. And when he knows, like, what do you say when you got a pee-pee, buddy? He goes, daddy, pee-pees. So mm-hmm. I hear, daddy, pee-pees. And I know I got, it's like a fucking timer. 
I got 35 seconds to clear the room before he urinates somewhere. Yeah. And so I'm like a beaten feet through the house trying to worry, and, and I can't fucking find him anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> This is, this Anywhere. is like beat the clock. And I'm all, Jesus Christ. And I'm doing, I'm doing laps in my house trying to find this child. Then meanwhile, I hear him fucking giggling. So he's on the couch. He's taking the oversized pillow and he's hiding underneath it, like laughing his ass off that I'm trying to find him. That's and I come so in cool. and I go, do you got to pee? And he's all, no. Oh, no. So now, all the time now, he oh. fucking was hiding in the closet with the stereo equipment the other day. He goes, daddy pee pee. And I'm where, oh, God, where are you? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not looking forward to that. I lost one actually the other day in in the living room. You um, lost him? They were playing. your house is not that big. Dude, listen, I I dozed <laughs> off for just a second, and when oh, I woke no. up, dude, you always got baby gates corralling mm-hmm. them. But like he like climbed over the side of the couch and then went behind the couch and a window. And I woke up and like his brother's looking at me. I was, I was just after a minute, I woke up and here's Vin looking at me with his finger, just planted up his nose. And I'm like, where's your brother? And like, he's just like digging deeper. Where's your brother? I lost a baby and I'm running around the fucking, and then uh, I swear to God, I thought he climbed over the fucking gate because they've been trying to do yeah. that shit. They've been trying to scale the gates. I, they've been trying to scale the Are gates. Are they trying to the get beginning. upstairs that were in the kitchen? They or? just want out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. They don't care where. Get it. And once they get out, out, they want back in. And then, and then he made it. He heard me holler, and he made like a noise. And I saw. I turned around. I saw the curtain move. And he was just sitting there, dude, behind the couch, staring out the window. And I was like, "Little shit, dude. Oh man, can't." That's brilliant. Can't even nap yet. Well, let's see. Uh, he hides under this. All this because y'all got this shit under the stairs. So he hides under there, like Harry Potter style, mm-hmm. in the closet, under the the pillow. Um, Sink. Oh, in we have like a trunk that's all like it's like a wooden trunk that I'd gotten years ago where all the blankets are. Mm-hmm. He fucking took all the blankets out, crawled inside of that, and closed the lid on it. Mm-hmm. It was in there giggling. And I'm like, who the fuck taught this child to hide? Yep. Like, who thought that was a good idea? He's like, now I gotta go searching for him. You Wait know? till you get mad at these kids and they like get hurt, like upset, and then they go and hide. Because <laughs> that's what Phoebe does. She'll get mad and she'll just, like take off down the hall, all upset and like uh, crying. And then she'll be like in my closet, way in the back, where the old shoes from the '80s are still living. And Why do you have old shoes? I don't know. I do that, dude. They go like they're good yes. to go, but they just bounce off the baby gate. It's actually fucking funny, dude. Like they just like we're taking off, dude, and they go hauling ass, and they hit that fucking gate and just go bouncing back, and they're like, "What is the fucking gate still here? I want out of this fucking room with you, you asshole!" And they look at me and then they throw shit, dude. That's their new thing: is like throwing shit at me. Really? Or, or using like anything. We got them this train set, right, for their birthday with all these little like little wooden pieces that connect. This was a fucking terrible idea. Oh yeah. These little wooden pieces mm-hmm. are like fucking boomerangs and shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean they're just fucking. And then they start whacking the shit out of each other with them. Stepping on them at night. Holy shit. Oh dude. yeah. With bare no, feet. No, I try. Oh, I try to keep it. Contained, but yeah. It's you know what? Be glad you have boys. I was like, why did we get this? Because this we stupid. got. I should have just got him a cardboard box. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yes, totally. Yes. No, uh, we have this kind of um, war with my sister and my sister-in-law, where we give each other's kids the most annoying, horrible presents at Christmas and birthdays. So at some point, we started giving each other's kids 
like the bead sets where they make like bracelets and oh, necklaces. No, and no, no, no. <laughs> and I swear to God, like once a day, I'm stepping on these damn beads. We haven't seen those boxes for like three years. And I'm still stepping on those goddamn beads all over the house. They're just, they're uncanny. They're everywhere. See, when my, my daughter was younger and uh, her mother had gotten remarried, he <laughs> this guy was a fucking jack off, but um, he didn't like sidewalk shocks. So fucking Christmas, dude, that kid like oh, yeah. fucking 20 pounds of sidewalk oh, shock. Yeah. I was like, I'll get my fucking daughter whatever the fuck I want, dude. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Here's, here's 20 pounds of sidewalk shocks. And she drew and drew Everywhere, and fucking dude. drew. I yeah. loved it. Nice. Every time I went to pick her up, I was like, can you write fuck you with the arrow pointing at that house for me, kiddo? That's Be, Daddy loves you. Yeah, well, yeah. we got a gift of uh, shower uh, crayons from a friend of mine. Uh, who came out and we had dinner. He was doing some work out here. Um, and it's, we were like, great, he can use them on the bathtub, mm-hmm. you know, because they're for writing on the porcelain. Except that uh, uh, he's decided now he likes taking showers. So he goes in the stand-up shower and upstairs, and it looks like, you know, like a group of young Hispanics have been through my shower. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here's the edited part right now. I, guess no, I know already. There's, there's a lot of tagging in my shower. I come in and it's like, I'm all, what the fuck is going on in here? Yeah. You got a turf war happening in your bathroom. <laughs> Jennifer wants me to, to, to turn one whole wall into like like a chalkboard in their room. Fuck no. You teach them to ride on the walls. Yeah, that's idea it. Ever, that's exactly it. I nope. mean, you see my walls downstairs. It's all custom and cool and yeah. shit. Yeah, forget now, that. Man, that's I come gone. home one day with a fucking green Sharpie down there. I'm going to whoop somebody's ass, he, We came around the corner one time, and he had like crammed up one of the, the, uh, oh. the walls. And I was like, hell no. And that was the last of that. Yeah. yeah. Mar- and he's got Which like, is totally normal, by the way. That's you fine. Know, like, I, I don't got a problem. I want to express themselves artistically. Um, like at grandma's house, <laughs> yeah, right. Not at my house. So like I, no, fuck up my. Oh, only when you're visiting us. Daddy yeah. loves you. All right, so we are now finally ready to transition <laughs> into rants. Does anybody have a rant about anything that they'd like to share? Nick, you got anything you're uh, overly pissed off about? We usually give our guest first crack. I got uh, many things to say, but <laughs> none of them any good, right? That's no, good, but just not for a nerd podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, that's for another. All right, type Steve, of show. you got something? Uh, no, man. Honestly, the the kid thing took it out of me. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> You're not pissed <laughs> off about anything in the world no, anymore. Dude, you know what? Like, uh, I'm excited. You know about we got this Christmas coming up. We've got the yeah. new Hobbit movie coming. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I forgot all about that. Oh, franchise. dude, you know, like, Hunger I have something games, to look forward to. Hunger Games, I'm actually with you on that. You know what? I really need to go back and see the first two. Catching Fire is the first one. The first one's not great. I mean, it's, it's good, but it's just the director's not very good. Yeah. The second one has a lot more vision and it's, yeah. it's a lot it's better. Character development as well. Like, you're, it's like, it's a Less lot. shaky camp. It is. Well, the dude that directed the first one directed, like, uh, Pleasantville. I actually like that movie. That's that's too. I mean,. He's a seat filler. He's right. not. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not. He's like, not necessarily a visionary. You're not. You're not going to see like a Nicholas Reffin movie or right. Christopher Nolan or mm-hmm. something like that. He's just a seat filler. How do you guys feel about Interstellar? Anybody else? Anybody? Super stoked. About that? Yeah, huge, I really I'm, want to see that one. I'm man. huge into astrophysics. It's like after my I saw thing. Matthew McConaughey doing his uh, Lincoln commercial. <laughs> I was just like, I gotta fuck see everything this guy does now, dude. I was like, that that commercial's fucking brilliant. Are you being serious? No. (laughs) I actually Yeah, before saying that, I was like, well, he drove a Lincoln before it was paid. He was paid to do it. Before he was paid to fucking do it. But now that I'm being paid to do it. No, actually, when he was, he just did that uh, True Detective with uh, Woody Harrelson. Is that when you were sold? Loved him, dude. True Detective. So good. Wolf of Wall Street, Mud. 
Yeah, he's Dallas done a Buyers lot Club. of stuff um, lately. It was that, his year this last year. Yeah, because he used to do some really douchey stuff, Sahara. man. I really fucking couldn't stand him. Failure so now launch. he's doing some, some cool shit. And uh, Interstellar looks really rad. It's got my girlfriend Anne Hathaway in it. I'm in. So. Well, super yeah, but you know what? He's not going to wear the Catwoman pants in this. I, I was hoping the spacesuit would be, but yeah, no, I'm with you. It's like Penny you, on Big Bang. Uh, you need like, to be watching over. Love and Other Drugs if you're an Anne Hathaway fan. She's uh, yes. Is, is that the one yes, she's topless? Yes, yes, yes. That one? She's Her not just topless. She's uh, naked the whole Yeah, even the wife. Who yeah. usually doesn't like? Hey, you got. She was like, you got to check out that movie. It was but like yeah. softcore porn, dude. What's like by the time I got done, I was like, good for you, Anne Hathaway. What's good for you? Super cool about uh, Interstellar. Their scientific advisor's name is Kip Thorne. He's an astrophysicist, and he helped him. He gave the special effects team pages and pages and pages of uh, equations. Nice uh, about theoretical black holes and stuff. So the special effects team had taken all those equations. Plugged him into the rendering program, and after really? like eight terabytes of processing this stuff, it was the first time that they actually saw what black hole physics and what they actually look like. Because at that That's point, it had cool. been it had been completely theoretical. Like that, no one had rendered it at any they, point. They haven't. Yeah. They they thought it was just a flat disk with the event horizon and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. turns out it's a two axis. With uh, with a halo around it, and it bends the light and it alters space time. He was able to publish two papers based on that, just based on that. That's awesome. And the shit that they use in the movie, it doesn't travel at light speed. It actually folds space time on itself, so it creates a small wormhole. Yeah. And and it's a ship with the ring around it. That's the real. That's real. Because I had figured out done. They're just looking for a. They, they can do it. That's a real thing that they can actually do. Fold space time in on itself to create a wormhole. It's insane. You it's see crazy. Event Horizon? <laughs> That's a whole different thing. You see that fucking movie? <laughs> Holy uh, shit. It's not going to be like that. There but will the, be yeah. no tortured the people. Pro- yeah, yeah. The problem is they, just, <laughs> they, they need a fuel source that's... That's uh, good enough. Well, I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, to me, Christopher Nolan can do no wrong. Like I, have he can. Never... It's got about like 75 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Uh, so you know what? He you was know kind what? of a douche on on one of the interviews lately, talking about the little cool. no green screen. They didn't use any green screen for this movies. They be, built complete sets. The ship is on is on a gimbal, and they would project all of the space stuff in the studio while the actors were inside the yeah. inside the ship. So when it was moving and stuff like that. They're looking at actually what's going on on the screen huh. and stuff like that. So I, I, when I say he can do no wrong, I mean for me, yeah, I cannot name a bad Christopher Nolan. No, agree. Watch agreed. following. <laughs> I have uh, the t- Are you talking about the TV show? No, mm, no. You, there's a movie called Following. Mm-hmm. What's it about? It's just not good. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> fucking second chance no, movie. Did, did, you, <laughs> yeah. did you catch his little comment? His little like side. Yeah, about Slam, a real about movie wouldn't do that. Whatever. A real movie wouldn't put the little things at the end, the like post Marvel. credit, yeah, post credit stuff. Yeah, and I was, I put they're a little thing like, like maybe he's a little jealous of their jealous of their numbers that they're putting I, up. Really? I personally am one who's over those myself because normally I got to take a leak so bad <laughs> that I'm just like, okay, I'm hanging in here. Look at that, we're fucking eating shawarma. Well, no, yeah. once you the shit, dude. I was like, really. I got to take a piss? You made me wait for that? As soon as the credits pop up, you go on Google, you type in blah, 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 Stinger, a site called Media Stinger pops up. It will tell you, yes, there is a 
there's a scene during the credits, there's a scene after the credits. It'll say, if you want to see spoilers, you click on it, it'll pop up. Short description of what it is. You look at that, you go, okay, it's worth them staying. If not, you bone out. Media stinger. See, Nick knows what's up. Nick Holy knows what shit. time it is. Yeah, because I hung out for Howard the fucking Duck, dude. Oh, sorry, listen, people bitter. were way oh, excited cool. about that. that was I was funny. excited about that. That was funny. Yeah, I don't get that. Listen, man, that shit wasn't fucking cool in 1984. That's the whole it's point. fucking yeah, not cool kind of now. Have irony. you ever read the Howard the Duck comics? Ever? Fuck no. Then how would you know? I've seen the goddamn movie. That, don't, that shit don't count. Yeah, no, that movie That movie does not count man. at all. Like, it, not even a little. I was barely hanging in there with the fucking, with the raccoon with the fucking ma- machine gun until You the didn't movie. like Gardens of the Galaxy? No, I loved the fucking movie, then but Then how like, the fuck are you barely before, hanging in? Before, well, before. No, no, before. Oh, yeah, before, I before the, you know, I was like, really? But they pulled it off. Steve, it's Star Wars. I've already and, told you. And, and it's fucking, Star Wars. And Howard the Duck, dude, is this fucking not cool? It's fucking, it's a duck. Nick has something he wants to say. I can cool. see it in his oh, eyes. Star, you're anti. Hey, no, I'm not yeah, anti. There's not much not cool about ducks. It's a fucking duck. Ducks, are, oh ducks are not cool. What the? F- are you fucking kidding me? Like, how can you hate on Howard the Duck if you've wait, never read the comic book? Wait till Dean Humans comes out and he sees Lockjaw. He's really oh, not going to yeah. fucking like that. The fucking dog with the little that can doily on his head. So, he's like a <laughs> giant bulldog. Oh, he's got like a tuning fork on his head. Hey, you know what? Why don't we just have a fucking talking pig? We'll bring in Babe. That'll do. Hey, that'll do. You know, do. It's, it's about time God to fucking it, reboot him. Yes. We'll just fucking bring in a fucking talking pig. Are we going to really reboot the Babe universe? Holy Is that shit. on our list of things to do? Oh, we got a fucking dog. We got a dog with a fucking antenna. I mean, hey, it, you know what? Babe holds up, so I don't it, think it needs a to reboot quite yet. Is a dog with an antenna really all that different than a tree that shapeshifts? It's I fucking, mean. it's a tree. It's a talking tree. And it, it don't you think, awesome. don't you feel like, the, wait, wait, don't you feel like after Lord of the Rings, like all bets are off? Like, they fucking had, like, giant walking fucking, and talking I bl- trees. I blame Lord, Lord of the Rings because the fucking talking trees. Yeah, like, mainstream audiences are like, I can buy trend. into that. Yep. <laughs> it started a trend. Nobody wants to see these fucking trees walk and talk. Uh, no, I take that back. Everybody <laughs> liked Groot. Come on, Groot everybody likes the a little baby Groot in the fucking pot, dude. Guardians was the uh, top-grossing no, film of 2014. Yeah, listen, so, dude, yeah. I love Guardians, yeah. dude. We've talked about this. You're I so love bitter. That movie. I am bitter. If ever there was a time for dendrophilia, now is I'm that bitter time. Because, I'm bitter because That's it made me like fucking trees. wait yeah. to see a stupid duck when I really had to take a piss. <laughs> That's me- media stinger. It'll save you yeah. from the ducks. You know, there's also yeah. an app that'll tell you when in the movie is a good time to go and pee. I, you know, I, don't wanna be that, you know pretty, I also don't uh, want to be that asshole in the fucking theater looking actually. at my phone. Where How about that? Well, How, pretty, where are we in the world where you can actually look up on an app... Like, when's a good time to piss? No, it oh, tells okay. you. It goes, it goes from here to here is a good time to piss. And it literally tells you this is what happens in the movie See, while I need you're that being. app right now because actually, oh. ladies and gentlemen, I got to take a piss. <laughs> okay, and that's a good time to break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, this has been a fun week. Like, we have been all over the place this week. And I'm sure a lot of this will get edited down for time. But, uh, guys, it's been a great uh, great time. Uh, nice round of applause for Nick, you guys. Thanks for yeah, coming in today. Thanks, thanks a lot, thanks, Nick. Nick. Uh, once again, you guys, uh, I, we're your host today. Chris there. Steve Hill. And I'm Ron Miltz, and we're having a nerd life crisis. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. 